for October the 29th, 2020. This is Talks Games, episode 197. We're a couple of days away from the season ending for um, Magic the Gathering Arena, and um, I've been continuing playing and uh, tinkering with my decks, especially uh, the Spare Supplies deck. <clears throat> which I mentioned last time. Um, I have a 54% win rate in uh, Mythic right now, so that's pretty uh, acceptable. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm slowly uh, moving upwards with that. Um, I'm not going to get into the uh, top 1500 uh, by any stretch, but uh, we'll see. Hopefully I'll, I'll be above 90% uh, when the season end, ends. I think I'm at 89, I think, at the moment. Um, although it fluctuates a bit up and down. Um, so, last couple of um, edits, I've been... Um, been uh, putting in some more Gadrak, the Crown Scourge, um, and removing some other card. I removed the Sleeper Dart um, in my last um, update, and um, also put in another Robber of the Rich, so I have two of those in the deck now, and a Spark Hunter Manticore, or Masticore. Um, and Spark Hunter Masticore, that's a... Um, Artifact creature, um, it costs three to play, and it also has an additional cost of uh, discarding a card. <clears throat> as protection from planeswalkers, and you can pay one uh, colorless to deal one damage to a planeswalker, and you can pay three colorless to give uh, Spark and Dramastic or um, Indestructible until another turn. And it's a three, four. So, um, I've had my eye on this card for a while. Um, not been really sure if I wanted to include it. Um, Planeswalkers aren't really played all that much uh, at the moment, besides Ugin, um, which I personally... <laughs> I, I realize I play uh, Ugin as one of my main cards in the three out of my four um, decks that I'm rotating at the moment in, in uh, Ranked. Um, <clears throat> Which is interesting. Uh, spare supplies not being an uh, being no exception there. Um, I had an interesting match th today. I was playing against a uh, a rogue um, player, a uh, Demir rogue uh, deck, and they had played. I don't remember the name of the card, but it's uh, a rare rogue that um, uh, you can you can. Uh, flash play it in and uh, replace a uh, a an unblocked rogue uh, during an attack and uh, instead uh, this rogue will will pop up <laughs> to do damage and when it does um, you can have a uh, card a permanent from your opponent's uh, graveyard <clears throat> you can pick a permanent from your opponent's graveyard to put into play and uh, um Without fail, uh, the rogue players will pick um, an Ugin. I usually have an Ugin in there by by 
the time that card is played. Um, so they usually do pick an Ugin. I'm not too scared of the Ugin, considering uh, most of the permanents that I have are artifacts. But um, still, you can do that three damage, and they can do some some damage to to me as well. But um, I had just uh, uh, played the spark, or I I played the spark under Mastic Horde just after um, they stole the Ugin, and uh, since I had uh, uh, Forgotten Temple in play, uh, I had a bunch of colorless mana, so I could just easily uh, uh, tap some some lands and uh, Palladium Mirrors um, to to do nine little one damage uh, hits <laughs> to the Ugin. Uh, and, and take it out. Uh, that was an interesting play. <clears throat> Just for seeing what felt like the perfect card to have. Um, well, of course, not perfect. Uh, that would be something that would just uh, destroy the Ugin, but still, it was fun, fun way to take it out. Um, so I have one of those in the deck, um, like I said, and um, yeah, so it's a it's, uh, Basically a uh, a uh, artifact deck, but with a little dash of red in there for the uh, uh, Gadrax and the uh, uh, the thieves. Um, and then I I just have a a single copy of Zerda the Dark Dawn uh, Waker as well, since I have a bunch of uh, activation costs. That can do with uh, being reduced. Um, I had another game <clears throat> today where I played uh, Zerda, and then uh, I finished off the opponent um, with uh, three uh, crawling barons that I just pumped up, uh, um, so that um, uh, yeah, they 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 just uh, smashed the opponent down from seventeen to some uh, negative value. Um, and and to do that, I also used uh, Zerda's uh, ability to to uh, uh, deny a a blocker. Um, so that was a fun win as well. So uh, having a lot of fun with this uh, deck. Um, it's um, along with my ancient artifacts deck, my historic uh, black and uh, blue uh, artifact deck, uh, which is also Ugin based. Um, uh, this is, those are my two favorite uh, decks at the moment, uh, uh, since they're my own <coughs> my own creations. Then I have a couple of other ones, uh, which I've talked about before, Mythic Eidolon, uh, I've talked about before, which is, um, uh, I, I just picked up as, as a, a successful uh, deck, um, a deck that's successful at the moment. Um, but the new deck that I've been playing is uh, Ugin Adventure, which is a really fun, really fun deck to play. Um, and I'll, I'll take no credit for this deck. Uh, I saw it on Hello Good Game. Um, but I, I've made a little, little bit of uh, my own adjustments, uh, uh, mostly because I didn't have all the rares and mythic rares. Uh, but also, I, I found that there's a couple of other cards that I like to have in there. Um, so uh, the idea with this deck is to try to to just uh, it's a temer deck and uh, you're just uh, trying to uh, ramp um, 
basically ramp into Genesis Ultimatum and uh, with the Genesis you're hoping to get some uh, Terror of the Peaks, uh, Ugins and uh, um, some other big permanents like uh, the Beanstalk Giant and uh, and uh, well there's no other big big ones but uh, those are the main ones and then there's a couple uh, for Lenore Visionaries, uh, which will give you some mana and also give you an extra draw. Uh, cultivate, of course, to get you that mana. Um, Binsuck Giant also has that um, that uh, adventure um, sorcery that will let you um, uh, fertile footsteps that will let you search for a basic land and put it into play. Um, there's Force Lotus Cobras to take uh, take uh, advantage of the fact that you're pumping in lands onto the field, so you can get some early uh, plays, even though even though they come out tapped sometimes. Um, <clears throat> and uh, Bone Crusher Giants, which is also um, a good card to pull with uh, Genesis Ultimatum, but then also a uh, a little uh, extra uh, uh, direct damage. Um, uh, source. Uh, initially, I had four Edgewall Innkeepers in there since I was playing uh, the Bonecrusher Giant and uh, Beanstalk Giant, but uh, I've phased those out as I've gotten uh, another Terror of the Peaks. I just had two initially. Um, and also, I think I put in, or yeah, and I put in, um, I put in one copy of Eluna Apex of Wishes, which uh, <clears throat> fits the deck very, uh, really well because it's uh, the Temer colors and uh, also um, it has that mutate, mutate ability that will also take a permanent uh, from your uh, the top permanent of your library and put it onto, into play. Uh, so it's like a mini Genesis ultimatum. Um, also it's a good big body uh, with flight uh, which is also good to have and uh, a nice uh, complement for the Terror of the Peaks. Um, so this is a really fun deck to, to play, especially when you get the Genesis Ultimatums going. It's always fun to see what you're going to get uh, into play. Uh, and it's a, it's a uh, fairly successful deck. I, have, uh, I mean, it is successful for me. I've had a 54% win rate. Uh, only 18 on draw, though, and 73 on play. So uh, it's a bit skewed in, in that department. But uh, yeah, really fun to, uh, to play. Uh, like I mentioned, there's just uh, two days left, or just one day, I guess, uh, now, um, left in the season. So we'll see how that ends up. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I think that's it for now. <laughs>